When was the last time you used a flashlight at night or in the dark, perhaps during a brownout or a blackout? That was very useful, wasn't it? But how about using the flashlight during the day? That would have been a whole different story. The thing is, there's a big connection between using a flashlight during the day and worrying. And that's what you learn about in this talk. If you want to get better at dealing with stress, this talk will be useful for you to listen to. So keep listening to learn more. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Better Mindset Show. A bite-sized weekly podcast show focused on empowering you to think better and upgrade your life. Now let's talk about flashlights and worrying. How useful do you think it is using a flashlight during a bright and sunny day? The answer, obviously, is not at all. It's not useful at all. All. Having a flashlight can be incredibly useful when it's dark, but when it's bright out, then it is pointless to use one. Completely and utterly pointless. The thing is, worrying is like that as well. Worrying is the same as using a flashlight during a blazingly bright and sunny day. It is pointless. About 80 to 90% of the time anyway, if not more. Because worrying does not change anything. Not a single thing and only adds stress and struggle and makes life harder. Worrying, although a common response to uncertain, unpredictable or challenging situations generally does not deliver any sort of practical solutions. Quite the opposite usually, in fact, because worrying can have negative effects on both your physical and mental well-being. But if that doesn't convince you, here are 10 reasons, 10 big reasons why worrying is not good for you. Number one is lack of control. Lots of things in life are completely beyond the remit of our control. That's one hard and unavoidable fact of life. And worrying about factors beyond your control does not change the end result. But only adds up, adding to feelings of helplessness, which then creates a whole spiral of negative thoughts, feelings and emotions. Not a good place to be in. A second reason why worrying is not good for you is because of the negative impact it has on your health. Research has shown that chronic worrying is directly linked to higher stress levels. Directly linked. And that, in turn, can lead to a whole wide range of health issues, including high blood pressure, weakened immune system, digestive problems, and more. 
Our third reason is that worrying eats up your mental and emotional energy, all without producing any positive outcomes whatsoever. It only takes, but gives nothing. Any energy you spend worrying can be better spent, especially when you direct it towards solving the problem at hand or even by spending it on activities that make you happy and or make you feel fulfilled. Rather than spending your or rather wasting your energy on worrying, it is much better for you to spend it on something better on something that helps you. The fourth reason why worrying is not good for you is because it generally involves imagining the worst possible outcomes and the worst case scenarios. The thing is, in reality, those worst case scenarios are usually unlikely to happen. Rarely do the worst-case scenarios play out in reality. What's more, even if they do, even if they do, worrying about them in advance can't and won't prevent them, which makes worrying a completely pointless exercise. An exercise in futility. The fifth reason why worrying is not good for you is that worrying negatively impacts your ability to make good decisions. Worrying, especially excessive worrying, can cloud your judgment and get in the way of rational decision-making. It can even result in irrational choices driven by fear rather than logical reasoning. Fear-based decisions are hardly ever smart ones and worrying can make you prone to making decisions like that. Decisions that you end up regretting later. A sixth reason why worrying is bad for you is the fact that it interferes with your ability to solve problems. While concern can motivate problem solving, worrying typically involves repetitive fearful and unproductive thoughts. It can get in the way of clear thinking and damage your capacity to find effective solutions. A seventh reason why worrying is bad for you, especially constant worrying, is because it can strain relationships. It affects relationships negatively. It can lead to unnecessary conflicts, as well as emotional distance from others who may find it challenging to cope with chronic negativity. No one likes a negative person, and unfortunately, worrying all the time is one of the most negative things anyone can do. It doesn't make you feel good, and it can even repel people. The eighth reason why worrying is bad for you is because it usually involves a focus on future problems, which ends up draining the present moment of joy. It can act like a sponge and suck up the joy from your present moment, but it gets worse when the frequency increases because 
being constantly preoccupied with potential problems can stop you from fully enjoying the good things that are happening right now. It distracts you, detracts you and drains you of joy. Worrying is just not good for you. A ninth reason why worrying is bad for you is because it can and does contribute to the development of a negative mindset. It might be small in the beginning, but the more you give into the tendency of worrying, the more negative your mindset can become. And if this tendency continues, over time you may come to expect the worst in various situations, even when there is no rationale or evidence to support such negative expectations. Worrying tends to eat away at your positive frame of mind and the more you do it, the more it damages your mindset, which isn't a good thing at all. Last but not least, a tenth big reason why worrying is bad for you is the fact that it contributes to a cycle of stress. The more you worry, the more stressed you become. The higher levels of stress can then lead to more worrying and on and on that cycle can go. Worry feeds stress, which feeds worry. And all that means that if you want to manage the levels of stress and anxiety in your life, cutting down on worrying is a great place to start. So there you have it, 10 reasons why worrying is bad for you. The long and short of it is that worrying just isn't good for you. Some level of concern now and then is natural and it can even motivate constructive action. However, when worrying becomes excessive, unending and overwhelming, it's better for you to develop strategies to manage and redirect those thoughts. How can you do that, you wonder? Here are three simple ways you can work on tackling your worries. The first way you can stop worrying from taking over your mind is by practicing mindfulness. Worrying involves being focused on what-ifs and future situations and scenarios, whereas mindfulness is all about focusing on the present moment. The more you practice mindfulness, the easier it will be for you to push back against your worries. If you want to learn more about mindfulness, check out my other talks on this topic. Now the second way, a second way you can tackle worries is by getting support. It can be as simple as talking about things with your friends and family or even getting help from people who can help you with the situation that is causing you the worry. There is no reason why you have to deal with things all on your own and even something as simple as talking to someone can make a world of difference when it comes to managing your worries. So that's the second way. A third way you can stop worries from taking over your psyche is by doing things that help relax you. This can be anything really, as long as it's an activity that helps you feel relaxed. 
Here are some examples. Meditation, gardening, working out, walking, painting, cooking, and so on. So that's three ways you can manage your worries. Now you know both about why worrying isn't good for you as well as how you can deal with this mental menace. It is easy, very easy to give in to worries, but it never really helps. Mostly because worrying doesn't change anything. There is really no point in worrying about something that you can do nothing about. You know what I mean? Here is the bottom line. Worrying is pointless. It's not useful at all. It does not help. It doesn't change anything. And it doesn't help you solve things or move forward. If anything, it usually gets in your way and slows you down and maybe even creates obstacles that make things a whole lot more complicated. Worrying does not help but it certainly has the potential to harm. So the next time you find yourself constantly worrying about something or spiraling or drowning in a tsunami of worry, pause a bit and ask yourself this. What good is this worry doing? Is it really helping me? Or is it only making my life more complicated, painful and difficult? Think about that before you let your worries take over your mind. Because the truth of the matter is that worrying about things does not change the end result. If anything, more often than not, worrying only makes matters worse by piling on more stress and anxiety in your life. If there is something you can do about the situation, by all means do it. But if there is nothing you can do about it, then do yourself a favor and don't give in to the downward spiral of worry. Not worrying isn't always easy to do, but practice does and will make you better at dealing with it and stopping it from taking over your mind and life. And the more you practice not giving in to worrying, the easier it will get for you to not give in to the spiral of worry. Not giving in to worrying makes your life easier and better and you now know precisely how you can get started as well. Work on worrying less. Because that's ultimately the smarter and better thing, especially since worrying won't change anything for you. Not a single thing. Worry less, live more. And that brings us to the end of this talk. If you have any questions, post it in the comments section or in the Facebook page. And if you found this talk useful, make sure to share it with at least two people via your social media and email. So that way, more people can benefit from these insights. I'll catch you again next time. Until then, keep thinking for yourself, keep thinking smarter and keep thinking better to improve your life.